podcasting from anywhere other than a jail cell, this is Soberholic, a podcast created to encourage, equip, and inspire you to overcome your hurts, habits, and hangups. And now, your show hosts, Roger and Jason. Welcome back, guys, to Soberholic Podcast. I'm Roger, and well, across from me is Jason. What's yep, up? I'm here. Soberholic. Did I say Halleck? Sober Halleck. Sober Halleck. Like you're from Boston or something. Nah, we'll call it Sober Halleck. How about that? That's what we've done for three years now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, today's show, um, it's going to be an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. It is. I, I don't really know exactly what direction we're going in today. Um, I, I grabbed this um, idea or this topic from a post I saw from church leaders dot uh, com and the debate is about uh, legalization of marijuana. Mm. That's uh, kind of been a big topic for years now. Several states, yeah. California, Colorado, are the two big ones. I guess those were some of the first ones to do it, to legalize it. And then um, here in our great state of Alabama, I- Alabama, is yeah. people like to hear us, even though I don't. Um, make the, the crazy Alabama sound. I sound like that all the time to most people, especially the people in in, in Ireland in, in Ireland that listen yeah. to us. Yeah. yeah, I saw there was one in Russia the other day too. Oh, cool. How do they even understand us? I don't know. It's great. Um, but anyways, um, we here in Alabama um, are just going through this legalization of marijuana, medical marijuana. Well, yes, medical marijuana. But you know what always follows after that is the recreational. Right, because you, you, they did pass it here, the best of my understanding. They're but waiting it, on the governor to sign it. You can't smoke it. Um, did the governor sign it? I thought she did. Okay. But, I mean, you can't. Yeah, no eat, smokables. No, no smokables. There's some other things. Um, it's like basically you can only take it orally. Yeah, like you know, a gummy bear or something. Or just a pill, which right. is weird because my mother had cancer. Um, breast cancer several years ago and a doctor because she couldn't eat because the radio um the chemo and uh, radiation she was taking they gave her thc pills so synthetic yeah is that what it is it was, yeah it, okay. it's synthetic thc because they, like, they gave it to her to help her eat because she had zero yeah, appetite right yeah and because she was like laughing with me about should i take <laughs> it I said, you know like, i don't know should i <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. but um you know i didn't take it and, and she did but it didn't really do anything for her like yeah. you thought it would but anyways I, I did i just i didn't know there was a difference where they did synthetics then so um that's kind of the debate here um even in our state between people should you legalize it or should it not and this this post um that churchleaders.com put out it talks about despite legalization most pastors call marijuana use morally wrong and in there, they say that 78% of Protestant pastors say that smoking pot to get high, to get high, is morally wrong. Hmm. Mm. What's your thoughts on that? What about that, Pastor Jason? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, what I think about it is any any substance no matter whether it's pot or alcohol or whatever, if you're using a substance because you don't like the way you currently feel emotionally or physically or spiritually or whatever, and you're wanting to use something to make you feel better because you don't like the way you currently feel, well, then I would say that's morally wrong. All right. That's just, that's that, that could be food. That could be, you know, um, Bluebell ice cream. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, 
Now, a caveat to that is, do I think alcohol or marijuana is more destructive in general? I'm going to say alcohol. I think alcohol is a more destructive substance generally than than marijuana is. Is this on the idea that you've really never seen nobody get high and beat their wife off marijuana, but you have with alcohol? Yeah, I mean, you, you don't. No, nobody is dying of marijuana poisoning every year. I'm pretty you sure have thousands who are dying of alcohol poisoning every single year. Well, I didn't even thought about the alcohol poisoning. I just know I've never really seen anyone smoke a joint and speed in their car. No, yeah, road. usually you're going two. You're going two miles. You're going to get pulled over for going too slow. Right. <laughs> but um, so I mean, I, I I do I do think um, you know marijuana is less destructive and a less harmful substance than alcohol is. Um. But I mean, at, at at the same time, I I do know people that use marijuana recreationally, and have no, just like I know people who use alcohol recreationally and have no problems, mm-hmm. you know, and probably use it in a responsible way, you know, that doesn't cause themselves or others any problems. Well, this article also talks about the denominations of, of oh, yeah. those. And it says, according to the survey, 65% of all participating pastors disagree that it should be legalized through the United States. And that... Um, 65% of all pastors? So, um, did I say 65? Well, I came, that came out of nowhere. 76 of all... 76% of all pastors across all denominations... Yes. ...say do not legalize it. Uh, yes. But then it also says, um, of those, 59 disagree strongly... 59% disagree strongly. But then it categorizes them. Did I say that word right? Categorizes. Yeah, that, that was a hard word for me. I think that's me. a word. Um, by denomination. It says 10% are evangelical pastors, and 43% are mainline pastors. Um, 45, 4, 10% of the evangelical I'm going to get this right, okay? Help him, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> when categorized by denomination, this is going to take a turn here. 10% of evangelical pastors and 43% of mainline pastors favor nationwide legalization. What? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Mainline and evangelical pastors favor it. Yes, favoring. Out of that group of group of people. Who opposes it? Well, it breaks it down... It said that 59, 59% strongly disagree. So I guess this is the other 41%. Oh, okay. Are saying, and, and then it breaks that group down. Huh. What is a mainline pastor? I don't know. Like evan- evangelical, that's going to be Baptist. Baptist. Um, pretty broad. That's going to be a lot yeah, of That's going to be a lot. Mainline, would that be like your Catholics and I guess, Episcopal? Or Episcopal maybe. Episcopalian? No, I mean, well, there's some Episcopals that are evangelical, too. So, okay. I don't know. Okay. So You'd I'm have to really get, get down in the weeds with that to see. It even talks about um, regionally that uh, <laughs> <laughs> pastor support up north is about 24%, and down south it's about 16%. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, I would say so too. Yeah. Uh, probably because we're just the Bible, the Bible Belt, Belt yeah, yeah, down south. So, so to me, and I hope I don't get myself in trouble here. 
to me, like as far as legalization, legalization, like here in Alabama or just in general, now it's kind of like the cat's already out of the, out of the bag. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know people that travel from Alabama to Colorado, you know, to go, to go get weed, to go smoke weed, you know, what, what good would it do to have a patchwork of states where it's legal and not legal and everything when people are just going to travel, you know, and go to a different place anyway? Well, that's the same. Back when I was a teenager, you couldn't buy 40-ounce beer here in, inside of Alabama. Me and my buddies, we would drive to Atlanta to buy the big 40-ounce beers. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same principle uh, yeah. that people was going to drive wherever it's legal and get it. Well, even though, I mean, I I, I am um, I am like, if you gave me my choice and you're like, before all these states started legalizing marijuana and you were like, you know, decide whether marijuana is legal or not, you know. I mean, I probably would have said, don't make it legal, mm -hmm. you know, but it's kind of like at the same time on the other side of the coin is you can't legislate morality, mm -hmm. you know, even though, um, you know, for, for me personally, I will say definitely say this, smoking weed is definitely wrong for me personally to do. We can get into that here in a second. But even though for me it's wrong personally to do, just because you make something a law doesn't mean, you know, that people aren't going to keep doing it or whatever. Or just, you know, I mean, it's kind of like if, if we were trying to, I mean, we the country's been down this road before with prohibition. Mm -hmm. Look how that turned out. It didn't work. You know, it was horrible. Right. It actually led to organized crime. It actually made things worse when they you know prohibited alcohol let me give you roger's republican response okay how about that oh, Lord. how about the triple r threat right here um now i i believe that marijuana should not be legal i believe that alcohol should not be legal however they're going to end up doing both of them legal all for taxes well so everything here is a tax move so i mean i i i i agree with you that on the face of it it would be, it would probably, you know, or, or in theory, it would be better if both of them were illegal mm -hmm. and you couldn't buy alcohol or any drug or anything anywhere. But in living in reality, you know, what is that going to do? It's just going to create more black market, you know, less regulation. You're going to have, you know, dangerous you know, bathtub gin and you're going to have crime, more crime and all that kind of stuff. So in the end, it's going to turn out just like it did before. And then, then the other part of the argument here is, is the whole Portugal, you know, thing where Portugal, um, back in the early two thousands, decriminalized all drugs, all drugs were decriminalized where they didn't legalize, you know, say heroin. They didn't say, Oh sure, it's you know we're gonna sell heroin in the corner store. That's not what they did. They just made it not a criminal offense. Mm -hmm. If you're caught with heroin, you don't get a fine or you don't go to jail or anything. They try to refer you to treatment, and their addiction rates in Portugal plummeted. You know, and I think it's uh, I think a lot of it is you know if you tell somebody you can't do something, you know they want to go do it more. You know, and 
and then instead of you know punishing people for having being addicted to drugs, they they started helping them more. And so I wonder if go ahead. Oh, I'm chomping at the bit to get in here. So I'm looking here at the U.S. I get your study there, I, I, and it's a great defense of what you're trying to make your point on, but it don't work with me. So uh, here's the deal. Uh, I believe that America was built on Christian values. Or um, was it? Uh, well, I, I believe so. Uh, or was it religious freedom? Okay. I'm not going down that road with you. I'm going to finish, <laughs> I'm going to finish my point. So we're built on Christian values, and we've gotten away from those from years in years past. You know, this, this has been a gradual thing. And now because of small compromises, we keep – changing our standard of what we believe is acceptable to your point of even your portugal thing did this not just happen in seattle to where is it seattle that did this somewhere in the u.s has, has made the exact same thing you're talking about they decriminalized um you know amounts of heroin and and cocaine and all these hard drugs as we call them to where now they do exactly what you're doing they're referring them to um to get help mm-hmm. with those things I want to say it's either Minnesota or Seattle. Somewhere. Um, somewhere yeah. right in there. Um, it's one of the names that's come up in my head anyways. Well, I know harm reduction techniques have been really on the rise as far as like, you know, needle exchanges and stuff like that. But I feel like we're just justifying it. We're making it okay. And as politicians, it's okay because we can get another dollar out of the people one way or another. That's what I believe um, on two different levels. I think it's wrong spiritually and I think it's wrong what economically would that be the word for that yeah i think there'd be better ways of doing that um as far as just legalization but the the case that's been built even from day one in my opinion is not whether or not just average joe blow could smoke pot it was whether we could use thc to treat medical illnesses and that even got compromised now while joe blow down the street can smoke pot am i wrong with that I mean, I, I, I see your point, but at the same time, just because you make something illegal doesn't mean people are going to quit doing it. Oh, I completely agree. But because of that, do we make it okay? In one of our last episodes, we talked about sin. Just because people sin, does that does that make it okay? No. Well, that's your case. No, I'm no. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm backing you in the corner. I mean, well, I'm basically trying to play both sides. Of this, <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't noticed, in theory, yes, it would be great if if a lot of this stuff, you know, wasn't legalized and and all this and, and that. But that's but on the other flip side of it, I mean, people are you know they're going to do it and. Instead of clogging up, see here, here, here is my one. Here's my one point to where I'm like, I, I think the the nas the like a national legalization of marijuana could be a good thing, is with with the prison systems and with the jails, putting somebody in jail for ten years because they had a had a pot possession is just ridiculous to me yeah i agree with there's there's a lot of that and just like i mean i had pot charges and stuff like that and i and i paid thousands of dollars you know to court fees and all that stuff because of it um and i and i you know it was illegal i mean i I just you know i right rightfully was you know arrested and everything i'm not saying that was you know 
wrong for them to do that. It was a law, you know, that to, to not possess pot. But I, I think with the amount that it clogs up, you know, the court system and, and all that kind of stuff, to you know, that's going to save, you know, billions of dollars a year or whatever and not having to have all those people in prison and everything. Well, I do know that, you know, even as my stance on this, um, I, I guess I do sound conservative with it, but, um, but, but our like, pr- not real conservative because real conservative would say legalize everything. It's up to the individual, whether, you know, to decide to do them or not each individual. Right. I mean, cause that was even our kind of our pre-show talk. I was talking to you about if and when like smokables became legal here in Alabama, I would even have a debate with myself whether or not should I or should I not smoke <laughs> uh, what is now legal? Because it's kind of the same debate I have with a cigarette. I mean, for years I smoked uh, cigarettes, and now I don't. I've been quit for many years now, but there's still times I debate whether I should smoke or not smoke. You and I are going to go play golf tomorrow. You know, the one thing I've wanted to do playing golf here lately is smoke a cigar. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I mean, just one ain't that big a deal. You didn't even like cigars. But then I'm like, but if you smoke that cigar, will you smoke cigarettes afterwards? Right. Yeah. And that's kind of the debate that comes up with me in my head about if we have smokable marijuana now. I'm not too concerned about a pill. I mean, I, I don't really want the pill. It's, it's the, it is the joint yeah. itself that I want. Uh, you know, should I, should I smoke this or should I not? I think I'll land on the idea of that it's not going to benefit me in any other way other than I may eat more Doritos than I did before I smoked it. Or, yeah, I'll eat more after I smoke it is the deal. And so, I don't know. I mean, so I I don't sit here on my pedestal telling you that everything should be illegal to stay that way because, I mean... I could I could do it. Um, I could find myself smoking a joint. Um, I, I really could. I mean, it will be a real conversation in my head whether or not I should or should not smoke it, and um, it may be more than one conversation deal. Yeah, but um, I, it'll be just like alcohol then. It, it will be. It'll Although be. I guess I've settled. Well, there's still times that comes up. You know, thinking about should I drink or should I not? But I was going to say I guess I've settled that conversation right. in my head that it. But it's really the same. Um, You know, it just doesn't make me a better person today. There's nothing I can do by smoking a joint or drinking a drink that's going to make me better. Yeah. For for me, you know, as far as like, you know, what we had talked about the first half of the show is, you know, should it be legalized or should it not be legalized or whatever? You know, I mean, I have, you know, kind of varying. I have my in theory view and then I have my reality view. You know, um, but really at the end of the day, for me, it doesn't really matter if something is legal or not legal. Um, I've kind of already settled in in my mind that it doesn't matter if if alcohol is legal or if they make marijuana legal here in my state. Eventually, um, I can't smoke it. And I'm not saying that when they legalize it that, you know, I'm not going to have a thought or two go through my brain being like, you know, just like I do sometimes with alcohol, like when we're playing golf or whatever, or, you know, when I'm watching a, a football game or be like, you know, it would be nice to drink a beer right now. I'm not saying I'm not going to have those thoughts, but I, what I am saying is I have already decided what to do with those thoughts and to be like, no, I've already been down this road. Cause for me, like I've, I, I have 
travel down the road of I'm just going to smoke weed before in the past when I was trying to get sober. I'm only going to smoke weed. And I ended up back, you know, going all the way, um, getting back addicted to opiates and stuff. And then I've done the same thing with alcohol. I'm just going to drink a few beers. That's all I'm going to do. I'm a drug addict. I'm not an alcoholic. And a, a long time ago, um, in, in a court-appointed class, actually, uh, some, some good came out of one of these classes, the, this guy taught us about the broken brain uh, syndrome. Have you heard about this? I bet he used you as an illustration. Huh? I bet he used you as an illustration. Oh, about my brain being broken? Yes. He was like, I'm talking about this guy right there. Y'all kids, y'all straightened up, or are you going to end up with it like <laughs> no, Jason at, up here? Look at him over there. <laughs> this, is your egg, this, is, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Have I told you about this? <laughs> no. So there's a, there's a theory. It's a theory um, called the broken brain syndrome, and, and there's some decent evidence behind it, too, where if you're, say, you're a heroin addict, you're an opiate addict, well... And your and your thought is, well, I, I can still drink, you know, I can still drink or I can still smoke pot. It's just I can't do opiates because that's what I was addicted to. The broken brain theory says that's totally false because when you drink or or whatever, it lights up. It will still light up the same areas of your brain that the opiates did. And so your brain in the end is not going to tell that your brain isn't going to care, uh, you know, if you're taking a mood or mind altering substance one way or the other in the end. Now, if you drink, you know, are you going to get the same effect as an opiate gives you or whatever? And well, no, you're not. But which in turn is why we always kind of graduated right. to higher stuff anyway. Right. And so, you know, Say you're an opiate addict and you take a drink and you think you're safe. This this broken brain theory says that you're not safe because what when you drink alcohol or, or say if you smoke marijuana, you're lowering your inhibitions. You know everybody would agree that if you smoke marijuana or drink a, drink alcohol, your inhibitions are lower and your decision making is affected. Well, most would agree. <laughs> I would have argued just to argue you, but right. I would say most people would agree. Yeah. And it's been my personal experience. Whenever I have, you know, just tried to just drink or just smoke weed or whatever, that eventually it's not enough. But that's because, you know, I, I, I'm an addict and I'm an alcoholic. I can't take just, I can't drink just one beer. I can't, I can't smoke a joint and then just be okay for, you know, another year until I go to another concert or whatever, however people do it. I don't know how they do it, but I'm always going to want more. And so for me, that's what makes it settled in my mind that it doesn't matter, you know, putting the whole uh, fact that, you know, I'm a a pastor at a church or whatever aside, Mm -hmm. what settles it in my mind is the fact that is taking a drink or is smoking a joint, is the benefits worth, you know, playing Russia roulette with my whole life, you know, because I might be able to go drink a beer or two beers or whatever and maybe get away with it and be okay with it or, or smoke a joint and nothing bad come of it and me not end up back on heroin. It might be possible, 
but is it worth trying to find out? Is it worth testing it out? And for me, it's no. Yeah, well, we land kind of the same. That's what I mean by saying, does it make me a better person? Because it never does. But you, you, you talk about the pastor point of view there. Um, have you heard this from anyone in your church? Because I, I, I've, I've even said these words before. Well, God made it, so why can't we smoke it? <laughs> uh, have you heard that one yet? I, I mean, I'm sure people think it. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, I've used that one a lot. You know, will will God make it? Why why can't I smoke it? Well, there, there, there are definitely benefits. You know, medical benefits to marijuana. I'm not going to say there's not. Well, you know, I guess since I've been sober, I think this way. Well, God made cockroaches, but I don't smoke those. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Did I? Am I using it the way it was intended? You know, I don't go out and smoke monkey grass out of my out of my shrubbery. You know, so um, I I don't think that that sounds like a very ignorant um, debate there. And I mean, like I said, that was mine for a long time. But um, I I do. I kind of fall with you. I, I guess. Well, we're similar. Is that I believe that I believe that medical marijuana should be legal. I think if it could treat someone to relieve pain or anything like that, it should be legal. However, just like every other thing that's ever been legalized, that will they'll find loopholes in that, and more and more people will take it that doesn't really need it, and it's going to get out of hand. So how's it going to get it? What is, what is getting out of hand? People will be doing it for no reason. And then eventually it will become legalized. Then when all the marijuana gets legalized, the next thing's going to be, well, okay, we'll go ahead and make cocaine legalized. You know, it, it just, it's a gradual snowball. And it, it's, it's the same way as I've heard you mention time and time before that we make small compromises that lead to, you know, big decisions. And I, that's how I see this rolling out. It's not even probably going to happen in my lifetime. So you see it as a slippery slope. Exactly. Mm. I mean, I, I do see the benefits. I mean, even as I mentioned with my mom, even though it was synthetic, um, that could have had health benefits for her. She needed that. And I'm sure, as you mentioned, there, there are medical reasons to take um, THC, you know, the pot, however you want to put it in there, that it could help someone, whether it be cancer or any of the other things, fibromyalgia, um, uh, I've seen there's 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 benefits to it that could help that that no other medicines could help, but we as people, we as sinful people, even as this article said, we will take something good and make it bad. Oh yeah, sure. and and that's going to be the problem with it. Yeah, and I mean to to me, uh, you know, as somebody who, um, you know, was addicted to drugs and alcohol for years, I mean. I, I guess it's it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where I'm like I don't have a dog in this fight, mm-hmm. you know. E- either way, even if it is legalized recreationally, um, what I'll have more of a concern for will be other people, you know. Uh, especially like I can't imagine if it would have been just legal like early on in recovery for me, you know, and and I could just you know leave out of a meeting or whatever and and go filling up for gas and be like, oh, wait, there's pot here. Right. You know, I mean, that would have been tough. That would have made it a lot harder, I think, for me. Um, because for me, um, you know, it, it, it was a gateway drug for me. Um, well, I, marijuana was. I just think even now, being a, a, a father of three, 
is this is it's difficult enough now to explain to my children why it's not good to smoke cigarettes it's not good to go drink and now it's not good to go smoke pot you know we already have those things but when you when when you try to explain to well, no it's legal my friends are doing it mm. um but this is the reason it's not good for you so, well it's difficult isn't that ironic though that they are legal like at the same time they're legalizing marijuana across the country like like cigarettes is going the other way like oh yeah they to, have great pictures on them now what yeah, pictures of babies dead babies and all that have you ever seen any of that yeah. stuff yeah yeah so i mean but if if you're sm- i mean what's i don't know anyway that's another that's <laughs> another topic but yeah i mean it, it's hard but to me like it, it it's kind of neither here nor there as far as you know the whole the whole like trying to legislate morality thing you know just just because you make it a law doesn't mean people are going to quit doing it and and in some ways you know as as far as like you know from a christian perspective it doesn't matter what substance it is if it's food if it's caffeine if it's you know uh marijuana or alcohol or whatever if you're doing it to change your mood because you don't like the way you feel well then it is morally wrong we took a whole show to sum up what you said like in the first sentence um and it's true i mean you're right if we're using something in excess to try to fill a void in our life it becomes wrong yeah and we shouldn't do it um so i i don't think we settled it by any means but we're okay with our decisions of what we've decided here. And, um, it's the same thing that I'll tell my kids, whether it's legal or not, I'm going to tell them not to do it. Yeah. Uh, because I just don't think they're going to become better. I don't believe they'll be more productive with it. Um, as you mentioned earlier, it's, it's going to lower your ambitions or inhibitions. And so, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I personally don't believe it's good. Could it have good benefits? I believe we both agreed. Yes, it could. Definitely, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, at the end of the day, if it becomes law, it's going to become law. If it's yeah, not, me and you aren't going to stop anything. We're, we're not going to pass <laughs> or, or vote down like, anything. I mean, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, so, all right, man. Um, that's another one in the books. I'm Roger. I'm Jason. We're signing out. Thanks for listening to Soberholic with Roger and Jason. If you like the show and want to know more, check out soberholicpodcast.com. Please remember to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Soberholics.